Hey everybody, welcome back to 94 Radio. I'm Sarah, I'm your host, and I am the founder of 94 Coaching, which is a performance coaching business here based out of Fargo. And I use human movements and the outdoors and mindset to help people I work with achieve results that have been historically unattainable on their own. And today, this is a continuing, uh, an episode continuing on with, uh, with the Turning Pro series based on the book Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield. And today I want to talk about the qualities of a professional. And I will be honest, I was kind of hesitant. I feel like this was jumping ahead a little bit. And the more I thought about it, defining what an amateur is, like getting into like half the book is talking about amateur behaviors, addiction, all that. Um... And we're, we're trying to level up. We're trying to turn pro. And listing out the, the definitions of an amateur, just it, we're hard enough on ourselves, and we all know that we want to turn pro. So let's talk about the things that we are aspiring to and are working towards, because that is where the progress is made. So Stephen talks about... The fact that he, he lays out these qualities in uh, a book of his, The War of Art, which is another phenomenal book. Uh, Stephen is very efficient. He is very poetic in that he, he uses the least amount of words to really distill the essence of the message that he is he's, he's delivering. And uh, I'm, I'm always, I'm always kind of shocked at how many words it takes me to talk about uh entire books that that he's written so once again the qualities of a professional the professional shows up every day the professional stays on the job all day the professional is committed to the long haul For the professional, the stakes are high and they are real. The professional is patient. The professional seeks order. The professional demystifies. The professional acts in the face of fear. The professional accepts no excuses. The professional plays it as it lays. The professional is prepared. The professional does not show off. The professional dedicates himself to mastering technique. The professional does not hesitate to ask for help. The professional does not take failure or success personally. The professional does not identify with his or her instrument. The professional endures adversity. 
the professional self validates. The professional reinvents herself. The professional is recognized by other professionals. And reading through those 20 qualities of a professional, there are a large number of those that I still, to this day, aspire to. And I think that's very common. I, especially the self-validating one. If I had to choose, like, if I had to choose a handful, uh, I will choose a handful. I'll start with self-validating. It's very challenging to not care about what anybody else thinks. Um, I've, I've all, I've, along with uh, the 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 professional self-validates. Uh, I have heard that people are always human beings are always going to look for validation, and to be mindful of the validation that you seek and make sure that it is a person that's worthy of a uh, person that like is worthy to to judge you you know like everybody is uh you know you look on social media everybody is very very willing and able to just throw criticism out and it's very easy to like look at comments and be like oh that's not good, you know, to, to really take a lot of those to heart. And the, one of the, one of the latest things, one of the things that I've read is, um, don't accept criticism from somebody that you wouldn't seek advice from. And that's super powerful. Like that, uh, along with, um, human beings are always going to seek validation. So make sure that you are really curating who you who you are seeking that validation from and always trying to like level up a little bit, right? Surrounding yourself with people that you aspire to be like because of their core values, because of what they do, because of who they are. And what they do, not necessarily like their job, but how they show up, how they perform just as a human being in life. That's how real change is is created, and that's uh, some of the most inspiring leaders that I have worked with, uh, worked for, have been leaders who recognized talent, recognized my talent and empowered me to like live into it to grow into it and it wasn't uh kick you out of the nest because i know you can fly it was a lot of there was a lot of validation it was uh you know those professionals that that recognize other professionals it um it's very powerful to be in a position where you can draw people into their greater talent like you see it you see it like flashes of greatness you know what's in there 
and you can't push it out like you can't like force you can't force it you can encourage it though and with that encouragement and that's where you know getting to like getting to know your people getting to know yourself understanding what that encouragement looks like and just continually stoking that fire that is incredibly important um because self-validation is something I put a lot of energy into. It is something that I have accepted that I'm like I may spend my entire like the rest of my life working on it. It's worthy and it's important. And in the meantime, I am going to fortify that uh, that that fight with surrounding myself with people, other human beings who I aspire to be like. And I, and I don't mean, um, I don't mean be replicas of, I mean, I mean, be like, um, like impart the qualities that I really admire into the daily habits that I have. The, uh, the next one that I, that I really like, uh, and maybe it's just my own ego talking about it, but it, uh, seeking order. I do that a lot. I, um, I thrive in, creating order out of chaos and it's it's just like a natural thing that I do you know I, I imagine I don't remember this but when I was a kid I bet you my Legos were very well organized and I had this little red box it was a little red plastic box and I didn't have uh I didn't have any like Lego sets I just had like full-on all colors and assorted Legos. And I bet you those things were some of the most organized items in my toy box. And, uh, and I've always been like that. And it's something that I, I enjoy. Like I thoroughly enjoy taking a bunch of numbers and taking a bunch of data that doesn't make any sense and really finding the story behind it. Um, that's one of the things that makes coaching really, really fun for me. It's, it's taking numbers and like a lot of information. So like sitting down and, and really like getting to know somebody, that's, that's the most important part because I have all these notes. I mean, I like when I sit down and, and, and really get to know somebody to, to see if we're going to, we're going to work together, I take a ton of notes and it doesn't really look like a lot. It doesn't really kind of look like anything. And I can sit and I can like, while we are talking, I can like, I can see it. I can organize it. Um, because even when I'm telling my own story, I, it's not linear. I, I, I jump around all the time. And it's the same, it's the same way when I'm just talking with somebody to, to see if we're a good match to, to work together. I take all these notes and I put meaning behind it. And Sometimes it results in a clear path to 
to a lofty goal. And sometimes it results in a tremendous like referral to awesome professionals who specialize in stuff that I don't specialize in. And it's awesome because it, it's still, it is still seeking order. Uh, somebody comes to me in like a pretty panicked and chaotic state because I I've been there uh, you know, anytime I've signed up for any kind of coaching, I just, I kind of feel like, uh, I feel like a, like a tugboat or not even a tugboat. I just feel like a little boat lost at sea and I'm looking for somebody that has a map. And I've been super incredibly fortunate to, to find people that align with me and, uh, and, and have that map and, and allow me to navigate through some waters into, into finding some calm seas. But it's the same thing. I, uh, bring order to you to what feels chaotic and uh, I love that so that's uh that's kind of a uh, an ego boost for me just as a quality as of a professional and the last one I'm going to talk about is the professional acts in the face of fear and earlier in the book um the amateur is terrified right that like that's a head that's that is a heading the and an amateur is terrified you flip the page and a professional is terrified too. And the difference between an amateur and a professional is what do you do in the face of fear? Do you take action or do you distract yourself and run away? Neither of them, look, this is no judgment because I have done both. I have 100% done both. And there's no judgment and. I take I take a lot of pride in doing scary things. Because once you do a scary thing, it's less scary the next time. And we've talked about the haunted house analogy before. Um and the the most beneficial thing I've found out of doing scary things is like looking back over the wall and seeing somebody that was in the shoes that I was just in and telling them, Hey, you can do this. It's better on the other side. And that kind of, um, you know, paying it forward in service of others like that, that is, that inspires me. That inspires me to, put some sort of meaning behind all of the all of the scary things that I've done that you know and they don't all turn out it's not all sunshine and roses sometimes you get on the other side of that wall you go from you know out of the frying pan into the fire and then you got to find another move but that's all it is you just find another move and uh and it is it's taking action in the face of fear and not not freezing. So, few qualities of, of a professional. Like I said, this is from the book Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield. And it is phenomenal. I cannot encourage you enough to get your own copy and follow along with this turning pro series and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks.